Welcome to Staggering Stories. I'm sorry, but all our presenters are busy, but someone will be be with you as soon as possible. In the meantime, here's some music. Oh, no. I'm dreaming. Your call is valuable to us. One of our presenters will talk to you shortly. Just like the ones. I I, I used to know. It's Christmas soon, and you may be interested in our festive podcast. One of us will be with you shortly. Yes, the children. Not again! Your call is valuable to us. One of our presenters will talk to you shortly. Hello, Staggering Stories. Crumbly here. How can I help? Welcome, welcome, one and all, dear listeners, to this, the latest in a long line of Staggering Stories podcast. I'm Crumbly. I'm Adam. And I'm Keith. We are womenless tonight. Sausage fest! Actually, dear listener, if this helps, we are all actually naked at the moment with port and cigars and are in the middle of a measuring contest. Oh, yes. I'm yep. losing. It's not looking good for you, Keith. No, I know. It's yeah. Can we move rapidly on? Yes, of course. Knockfirst. <laughs> Knockfirst. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, without further ado, irritating pre-recorded messages. Besides, it's the news <laughs> with El Presidente. Star Trek goes forth. Ooh, maybe. Is the Star Trek film series about to be re-energised? Mm. Reports suggest that the brand new Star Trek 4 could be beaming in thanks to writer-director Noah Hawley. Ooh. Did I pronounce that correctly? Noah, I think. Noah. No, Noah Hawley, I'm sorry. Hawley is the man who behind bringing Fargo to TV and they did much the same to Marvel's Legion, which just ended its third and final season. The current Kelvin timeline Trek film series began in 2009 with sequels in 2013 Star Trek Into Darkness and 2016 Star Trek Beyond before that latest film it was said that a fourth was ready already in the works but the unexpected relative failure of Beyond put that on hold budgets were massively scaled back and it was said that the Kirk actor Chris Pine and elder Kirk actor Chris Hemworth both left the project when their already agreed fees were significantly reduced. If this new film goes ahead, it is unclear whether they intend to keep the rebooted cast of Pine, Quinto, Urbane, etc. But no Anton Yelchin. But if they do, they have they found more money after the investors for Beyond were millions out of pocket. Mm. What does this mean for the touted Quentin Tarantino film? Does CBS and... You really need musical stings (laughs) after this, don't you? Does CBS and Viacom come back together, help financially? Dang! 
<laughs> as well as potentially simplifying the rights issue. <laughs> Will this new script be a muddled remake of A Voyage Home? This time not with an alien probe looking for Wales, but instead of an alien probe looking for the Welsh. Isn't it? Thank you. <laughs> time will tell. Mm, indeed. I had it's heard of this. I had heard of this. Yeah. To my knowledge, it's only in rumours. You know, nothing oh, well, has... Course, yeah. yeah, no no ink on paper yet. Everything about Star Trek 4 up to now is all rumours. Yeah. yeah. Pretty yeah. much so, yeah. It's surprising, I thought it was dead and buried. Yes, so, so did I. So mm, did I. There is Certainly hope, with the TV series. I thought that's where the direction they were going now. Mm, well, yeah. With the yeah. million TV series. Picard and uh, yeah, well, STD. What, yeah. what do you got? You got Picard, STD, Below Decks, mm-hmm. and a yeah. specific animated one. Isn't Below Decks the animated one? No, I think there's two. Oh, I think okay. that I, I know Below Decks will be animated, but I think there was rumours of another animated one. There was also the, ru- the animated one is a comedy, isn't it? Yeah, comedy. Yeah. There was also rumours of a Section Thirty One series oh. starring um, oh god, what's the face from Discovery? Oh, Michelle Yeoh. Yeah, thank you, yeah. Captain no, Yeah, the last animated series back in the seventies with yes. the original cast. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. 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 Some of those stories were good. Some of those stories were terrible. It was just the animation that let it down. Yeah, some were classics and yeah. considered. Oh, yeah, God, the yeah. animation was passable for the time. For the time? No. Well, it was done cheaply. but It well, was done... But the cheap of the time then is better than the cheap of the noughties, really. Yeah, it's getting better now. now. Oh, yeah, yeah. The amount of images they recycled and yeah. run in Kirk. But anyway. Star, anyway. Uh, Star Wars has certainly shown the way in terms of TV. I oh, think. yeah. And uh, so, there are only three episodes into The Mandalorian. But yeah. Uh, but, and uh, I hear but, it's very good. I, I haven't yeah. seen any well, Mandalorian. Of course it hasn't been on here yet. But the... The vibe coming out of it is is certainly positive. Mm, so yeah. quite, quite well, almost so, so much that certain in certain quarters they're screaming for Favreau to replace Kennedy. Favreau. But, and again, rumours suggest that he might be. Yeah, about, yeah. You know, or but, at least one of a triumvirate two are. But. We'll, 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 we'll address that in uh, a later date. So yes. if it's Chris Pine and uh, Chris Hemsworth, I mean, when they speak, are they going to lower their voices even yeah. more? <laughs> <laughs> for what I gathered, there are three new potential scripts for Star Trek mm, Four. Yeah. None of which bear any relation to the Sartic 4 they were going to do. Yeah. So Hemsworth is probably out. Yeah. But, but Chris Pine, if they get him back, that would be good. You, you could understand why Hemsworth would be out because two heavy hitters. Uh, when Trek came out in 2009, neither of them were really that heavy yeah, hitters. Yeah. They've, they they've since, yeah. since made their names. Mm, yeah. Oh, good yeah. Film. Particularly Hemsworth. Yeah. Although yeah. he hasn't had much success outside of Thor. Uh, but, outside yeah. of Thor, no. Mm. But anyway, we shall see. Yeah, but there we go. It's not so they're short of a few bob now anyway. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Quick fire news roundup. Woo! Yes. Avenue 5, the new spaceship-based comedy by the thick of it and Veep's creator Armando Iannucci, is due to arrive in January 2020 on HBO and Sky Atlantic. It stars Hugh Laurie as the captain, plus the likes of Rebecca Front, Leonora Critchlow, Ethan Phillips and Himesh Patel. I have seen for the trailer for this. Me too. It does look quirkily good, to my mind. Okay, I wasn't sure about the trailer, but then comedy trailers are really hard to pull off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. What's, you know, the uh, Star Trek sort of uh, comedy series? 
series? What's, um, the Orville? The, the Orville, thank oh, you, yeah. yes. Is it better than that? From the trailer, <laughs> I would say yes, but the tra- trailers as a standard show the best bits, or at least hint at the best bits. Yeah. Oh, so I just looked at the title again, Avenue 5, I keep thinking of Avenue Q. Yeah, that's, yeah that's me where, too. That's where my brain went. Is yeah. it meant to be some reference to that, or Babylon 5? Or... I, I, I once we finish the uh, podcast here, I'll show you the trailer, because mm-hmm. I've, yeah. I've seen it and watched it. No, I'm just thinking, oh, there's songs in it, like everyone's a little bit racist, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> the internet is for porn. Yeah. <laughs> the Witcher, starring Henry Cavill, Ooh, Superman, arrives on Netflix on the 20th of December, 2019, but already has been renewed for a second season. Showrunner Lauren Schmidt Pizrich <laughs> said... I'm glad I didn't say that. <laughs> I am so excited that before viewers dive into season one, we are already able to confirm that we'll be returning to the continent again to continue the telling stories of Geralt, Yennefer and Ciri, and to showcase more of the amazing work that our cast and crew have delivered. In continents again. I, I have an addendum. Oh, I, oh. If, if I may quickly insert my addendum. Yeah, yeah. if it's a convenient point. Because it's uh, about The Witcher. I'll go for it. I, I have a list here of episodes and one-line descriptions for The Witcher. Oh, okay, okay. It's, it's, it's eight episodes in total. Right. The first is The End's Beginning, a monster slain, a butcher named. Okay. Which okay. I I know that is taken directly from the first book. I know if, if oh, it's really? what I, okay. if it's what I think it is, that is literally yeah. from the first mm, book. Introductory, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, episode two, Four Marks. We look at a sorceress's early days. Okay. Episode three. Jennifer, presumably. Portrayer's moon. A picky eater, a family shamed. Oh. Siri, maybe? I don't know. Episode four. You might need the bleeper for this one. (laughs) Episode four of Banquets, Bastards and Burials. Um, The law of surprise is how one repays. Okay. Now, I know what the law of surprise is. Oh, do you? Okay. It all sounds rather cryptic to me. No, that that is, again, I'll explain later, but that is specifically mentioned from the books. (laughs) Okay. Episode five, Bottled Appetites. Right. A fateful meeting, a bard is maimed. Oh, okay. Mm. Any bard I can think of is, um, what's his name? Dandelion. Dandelion, that's it. Again, I think I know what that is, again, from the first book. Episode six, Rare Species, the hunt for a dragon is underway. Okay. Episode seven, Before a Fall, a return to before a kingdom is flamed. Oh, by a dragon, presumably. Episode eight, much more. The Witcher's family, as you all like to say. Mm. Very, very cryptic. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> the, very, the, very teasing. The law of surprise is basically if you if somebody does something for you or you, you do something for somebody, you're allowed to claim the law of surprise. So the first thing, if I helped you, mm-hmm. the first thing you see or the first person you see, I can claim. Okay. <laughs> so if, it, if it's the dog, fine. Yeah. If it's your child running to towards you complete stranger in the field possibly possibly what, what, don't they get a zone it well no it's <laughs> no. A, it's the first thing you see when you get home ah. uh, okay keep some chickens about the house yeah <laughs> well basically it's the same with beauty and the beast when so, the when the beast helped the father right the first thing he saw when he got home the beast was allowed to claim which was beauty oh really okay i don't know that story well yeah it's law of surprise i think i've got that right i'm sure people will correct me sounds fine to me pennyworth Oh, yes. The series featuring a 20-something Alfred Pennyworth has also been granted a second season by little-known premium TV channel Epics. The president of Epics, Michael Wright, said, Pennyworth has been a big hit for us. Embraced by critics and fans alike, 
It was the highest performing original series ever to premiere on Epics and... Um, Get the stick. <laughs> yep. Get the uh, leather. <laughs> More than doubling the viewership of the shows that came before it. Hmm. It stars Jack Bannon as Alfred Pennyworth, a former British SAS soldier who starts his own security company and goes to work for the young billionaire Thomas Wayne and will utterly fail to stop... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and will utterly fail to stop his murder, Adam. <laughs> Season one can be streamed on Stars Play in the US and on Amazon Prime in the UK. I've not seen any of that. I neither have I. I've seen a couple of trailers, but mm. I haven't seen hide nor hair of it otherwise. No, it's on Amazon and, Prime, so and I watch it right now. Yeah, I, you've got to search it out. That's why I haven't heard of anything. Oh, okay. Again, in the fans uh, fan network, I haven't heard a reaction from it. Whether no. it's, whether it's been brilliant. Or bad. Apparently, yeah. it has been brilliant because they've renewed it. But yeah, good enough for them anyway. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. trying to be a, a wannabe HBO or AMC or Stars. Well, as I say, as we've discussed earlier, it's the streaming. Streaming is in at the moment. Yeah. So it's the streaming bandwagon. So everyone is trying to get their own system up and running. Right. Ian Cullen. Dead. Ian Cullen, who once tried to novel Ian Chesterton in Mortal Kombat, has been toffed off the Pyramid of Death, aged 80. Good innings. Not bad. Not brilliant, not bad. He appeared in the very first season of Doctor Who in 1964, the Aztecs, as the evil, bear with me, as the evil Exeter. Exeter. Exeter, thank you. He returned to Doctor Who by the way of Big Finish in 2012's Dark Eyes. Apparently this 48 years span marks the longest gap for any actor in the Doctor Who's franchise to date. Mm. Other works of his include included major roles in Zed Cars, Family Affairs and guest roles in such programs as The Bill, Sorry, Blake 7 as base commander Escon in the series A episode Seek, Locate, Destroy. Mm. That's the one that introduced Travis, wasn't it? That's about right. Yeah. God, I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I watch it, I'll keep an eye out. Mm. So any addendums? I have, an, I have oh. another addendum. Yep. I do have another addendum. The technical bods at Disney, those little Imagineers, oh, yes. right. are trying to get... And a flyable X-wing up and running. Oh, flyable X-wing! A flyable X-wing. I'm According to, to the Elon Musk, are they, uh, uh, the sources I've I've read, which I'm not going to disclose here in case I get them wrong, <laughs> they are designing and building a car-sized drone in the shape uh, of an X-wing. Okay, to buzz overhead on uh, galaxy uh, galaxy edge. Ends, yeah. edge. The Ooh. only drawback at the moment it is only going to be for PR events. Mm, so okay. it won't mm. be ex- at the moment won't be accessible or available to the general public. Is it actually going to be a pilot or is it just going to be a drone? Mm. I think it's just going to be yeah, a drone. Yeah, so a drone you, it's not going to be something that I don't think it's going to be something that you can get in and fly about. No, okay, it sounds about right for for publicity mm. events. Ah. And, mm. So yeah, any part, work. yeah. Mm. I can't quite see where you'd put the fans. Yeah. It's happy on the wings, maybe, but then... Yeah. It's on the wings and one in the nose cone somewhere. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Possibility, yeah. But it's going to be yeah. small car, mini size, yeah. somewhere, around, yeah. that, somewhere yeah. around there. Mm. Well, it'll be interesting what they do. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I have actually seen photos of a fully functioning um, light cycle. Yes. Mm. I think that one was done by the Imagineers of Disney, uh, or at no, least... it's actually done on. by some um, yeah, small Independent. Sort of, yeah, uh, motorcycle uh, uh, modifiers. Don't worry, they 
they'll get sued. Yeah. <laughs> and they had to sort of get the tyres off a tractor, you know, for the uh, balloon tyres on a yeah. light cycle. Oh, apparently it's fully load, road legal. And uh, They don't have spokes or anything, do they? It's got big holes mm, where the it. spokes oh. normally mm. be. Yeah, but somehow they've managed it, unless they've made the uh, sort of in- inners of the uh, wheels you know, sort of solid or something like that. Magnets, possibly. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Well, yeah. it costs about £50,000. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd get one each then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah going by on this now if I want to do it. Yeah, why not? <laughs> You've got an extension to think about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Any more? Well, the trailer. I, no, I know the trailer. you're not interested in this at all. No, at no, I've keep it spoiler free. So, so we, we can't. Well, I haven't seen it yet either. We so. can't actually discuss this. But I, general impressions? I, I, no, interesting, intriguing. Okay. I, I have a few questions, yeah. which I can't bring up here because it will give spoilers <laughs> yeah, away. Yeah, but yeah. There is uh, images that have made me go, ooh. Mm. Um, I know it's probably only for one episode, and I know this has already been spoiled for you, mm. but I do ah. love the difference dinner jacket combo okay yeah, and what the, the, the do- what the doctor isn't wearing or the doctor is wearing <laughs> should I say <laughs> uh, what the doctor is wearing <laughs> isn't quite a dinner jacket she's got the cut off trousers mm. okay but in black in black okay right, she's yeah, wearing yeah. a white shirt and a tie yeah. but a long coat uh, oh okay so the top like of it yeah the top mm, of it looks yeah. like a dinner jacket but yeah. if you get a long shot it's actually mm. down to her knees somewhere but I like that in the same style as or a usual costume. Yeah. It's in the same style as a usual costume, but it's a, a dinner jacket tux mm. vibe to mm-hmm. it. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Well, I can see those flying off the shelves before too long. But while, while Graham and... Um, Ryan? Yeah, Graham and Ryan are in dinner jackets. Yeah. And uh, Yaz... Yaz? Is, oh, she's still in it. She's still in it. She's still there. <laughs> is in not uh, a skirt, but she's in a trouser suit with sort of sparkly coat ah. to it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they're off somewhere poosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Poosh. Or they're magicians. Or, they, or even, yes, yeah. they are magicians. <laughs> so, yeah, again, I, I am looking quietly hopeful. At least the visuals will be good. <laughs> yeah. 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 If a shade black and white. And the penguins. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, th- at the moment, thumbs up. Mm. Okay. No, really, no official release date yeah, as saw... of recording. Well, The but... trailer did say early 2020 I don't think it's going to get much earlier it's going to be about probably uh, like 17 18 hours into the new year yeah the rumour the rumour I have heard is there's going to be no Christmas New Year special Uh. But the first episode will be on your New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it sort of keeps then, the slot open for next yeah. year. So I think it's a Wednesday or something like that. And then yeah. on the following Saturday, a few days later, will be episode two. Yeah. And then presumably the rest of the season, season. Yeah. every mm-hmm. Saturday after that. Yeah. It's, a, it's Saturday rather it's than Saturday. It's Saturday rather than mm-hmm. Sunday. I, I don't know. I, I enjoyed Sunday. I didn't have any problems with Sunday. Yeah, Sunday was myself. fine. But anyway, that's... We'll have to wait and see. Watch this space. True. It's amazing mm-hmm. they haven't announced it yet. If it's, yeah, it's very old days. Yeah. They haven't even announced Christmas Day, have they? No. Officially. Not officially. You know, they they are running Christmas season adverts. So yeah. What's up and coming, and but not when, yeah. what days, and yeah. Because yeah. yeah. normally with a new season of Who, I mean, there is quite a bit of fanfare sort of accompanied by. So. That'll probably come once we get nearer middle of December. Whoever, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's usually people like BBC America who spoil it first. Yeah, they give the times a lot earlier than BBC One does. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we should get that. Shame on you! Fairly quickly. Shame on you. <laughs> As you say, watch this space. Thus endeth the news. We've all been watching television, haven't we? For a change, yes. Yes, yes, yes actually, yes. Terrestrial television. Yeah. Yeah. As yeah. broadcast. Actually, third episode I watched live. Oh, very rare for me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we've been watching His Dark Materials. Pulse music.
So, BBC adaptation we're talking about here. Yeah, BBC HBO. Mm. Yep, which is currently airing on BBC One and presumably HBO. Mm. Yeah. I would thought so, yeah. I don't yeah. get HBO, so I can't. No, we don't get it in this country. We get Sky Atlantic instead. We yeah. should have a deal with them. Uh, <laughs> but that's not on there. Nope. It's an adaptation of the Flip Pullman's trilogy mm. yep. called His Dark Materials. Yes. It's the first book. The first book, mm. which you can get um, from my bookcase here, is Northern called Northern Lights. Lights. Yes. 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 Had to move something out the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, I have seen the movie. Yes. I did. I don't remember much about it. This may sound a bit odd, but the movie was a bit like a chocolate box. Very bright, very gaudily coloured, whereas the series is a lot more gritty, a lot more down yeah. to earth, yeah. and a lot you know, not so much sort of saturated with colour. And... Or saccharine. Mm, yes. Yeah. I know the film got a lot of flack yeah, the, for its well, adaptation. The, the, the film, its major downfall, was it cut out a lot yeah. of what was in the first novel yeah whereas yeah, you know we have eight episodes for northern Lights. well the main protagonist in this is the religious sect of this world which mm. is called the magisterium mm. yes which i think if I, I can't remember who made the film but thought mm. that that might have a little bit of yeah. as they're fighting against religion Hollywood. yeah the mm. religion they might well, have yeah. a little bit of mm. trouble Absolutely. so remove that belt. Yeah. yeah remove that aspect from the book and virtually gutted the first film yeah, of the main plot important. Mm. Yeah. plus there were a lot of sort of subplots that were, were left out why the, the agent of the magisterium wants to come over into our world which I think is realised in later books mm. or later stories I think mm. it's been a long time since I've read the books yeah me too I don't remember much about them I have read them I, I remember some key scenes and things that happened but they're all in later books <laughs> yeah I can't yeah. remember much of what happened in the first <laughs> yeah. so this is good it's almost like a, a yeah. fresh thing for me I, yeah. I do have to say sort of slight divergent uh, divergence is I love the opening titles. Yes. Because okay. if you know what's going on, the opening titles so completely you know. give the game away. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much so, yeah. But yeah. Un- unless you knew that and yeah. realise what you're watching, yeah, it, it doesn't mean go- anything it to goes you straight know. over your head. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say, the, the final scenes of the opening credits always remind me of The Matrix for some reason. <laughs> yeah, all, all the lines, but yeah. it's also uh, shades of glass, layers mm. of glass, yes. which, mm. again, is important. Yeah. A- to- alluding to an alternate world. Yeah, yeah. to yeah. a later book. String theory and all mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The actress they've got to uh, play. Yeah, she was in an X Men movie. Wasn't she, she? She was. She played X twenty three, I think. Oh, was in, that, uh, in Logan. Okay. Yes, in Logan. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah mm-hmm. sir. Daphne Keane. Yeah, mm-hmm. like Stranger Things, they have struck gold. Oh yeah, she, she's great cast all right. Yeah, oh, oh great, yeah. completely. But yeah. but yeah, and she's although she's quite young, she's rightly put first yeah. cast list. The whole story is her story. It's her yeah. tell from her point of view, essentially, and uh, she is a Lynch King. Uh, linchpin mm-hmm. I'm really having trouble tonight I do apologise <laughs> linchpin to the saga oh yeah yeah it's completely well, she's pivotal to the... yeah so they, they needed someone strong and someone capable and they got it mm. they definitely got it we had the cowboy Lee Lee Scoresby Scoresby introduced mm-hmm. last night yes yes and, um, he actually plays the main role in the uh, musical Hamilton yes mm. yeah he was oh, really <laughs> he yeah. was in the Mary Poppins that's right as oh, as yeah. the Dick Van Dyke substitute character uh, oh really yeah so he tried Lin- to put on a really bad Lin- Manuel Miranda yeah thank you <laughs> he was only really introduced last night the episode episode what's mm. it three or four three uh, I think. yeah episode three mm. so, so he, no four you're right it's four yeah so he was really only introduced last night but again I love the character Mm. I like the (laughs) fact that in the middle of the bar fight you've got his spirit his soul yeah. his, oh, his demon, demon yeah. Yeah. Hester giving him advice on how to fight yeah, yeah. That, yeah. 
Yeah, she's just sitting on the sidelines going, oh, I ain't for that. <laughs> There's a chair. There's a chair. Yeah. <laughs> Why doesn't nobody go after the demons? Like, occasionally they do. Like, occasionally they do. But, but in that bar um, fight, he didn't. Yeah, well, again, I, I think... think is that I a think taboo? There's an, unspoke, yes. there's an unspoken law. You're not supposed to touch somebody else's demon. Oh, okay. Yeah, that is... That, that's a big, big no-no. Yeah, it's obviously uh, Coulter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She does torture... What's his, what's his name? Pantalimon. Uh, Pantalimon. Yeah. 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 With the evil monkey. <laughs> the evil monkey. Yeah. <laughs> well, if, if you notice that all the uh, demons spirits speak except for the monkey yeah. mm-hmm. the oh, monkey right. has never said a word well it, oh, yeah. it vocalizes but that's pretty it vocalizes much, yeah. but it doesn't speak mm-hmm. oh, yeah. I I mean, that. and that's the thing i mean sort of, if you hit a demon or you feel the pain so yeah. i mean sort of, yeah. well in essence mrs Coulter, when she's given a monkey a good spanking well you got <laughs> if you'll pardon the expression <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it's the same as uh, you know hitting your head because you've done something wrong mm-hmm. or slamming well, your fist, i suppose so yeah it's, mm-hmm. it's that sort of same action i mean you should feel the pain that your demon well feels, you, yeah. if you remember rightly again tell the names but the one who's crossing over from other other dimensions mm, yeah killed the journalist just by squeezing the butterfly oh that's right yeah oh yes yeah. unlucky if you've got a really fragile, fragile demon yeah. Like yeah. That. yeah yeah <laughs> nobody's got really big ones that i've seen so far no big, uh, apart from lord Azrael. Yeah. yeah largest yes, we've seen yes. is lord Azrael and the evil monkey mm, yeah yeah no rhinos and like no, no, no elephants no humongous demons no. well there's a polar bear but, but <laughs> well no no he's no, no polar bears yeah, not, are, yeah. polar bears are different they're armored bears they're yeah, sentient um, well they're souls in their armor yes so they're different kettle of fish all entirely mm-hmm. and I, I do like the fact that the armoured bears have a sense of honour mm. I'm not sure if it's Klingon or Viking but yeah. <laughs> he had made a mistake he'd made mm, a promise yeah. or he'd made he, he'd been disgraced so he had to stay there even though it wasn't yeah. well he's working off a blood debt in the series yeah exactly on yeah. mm-hmm. honour debt a blood mm. debt so yeah. it's there is a sense of honour there mm. and as with most people sometimes you are dear and rigidly follow your honour other times or other people just play lip service to it mm-hmm. as we get the sense from the king bear yeah he's a rather dodgy only yeah. plays lip service to honour when it suits his purpose oh yeah, very much so yeah. sure. I do find the whole feel and the whole appearance of the TV series a lot more down to earth and a lot more realistic yeah that's yeah. a lot more time to breathe yeah, mm, it, yeah. that's what it needs it, it's not something you could really have done properly or, or given it justice to in a two hour no or, in a film it's a strange thing to do yeah and they never went ahead it didn't do very well they went ahead with the full Mm. series no you can imagine it would just get worse I think yeah they would chop so much out of the first one Mm, that's it how do they make up that in the second one without completely changing Mm. Mm, like the third one how do you deal with that after Mm. you completely discarded all the religious context speaking of religion I mean there's no attempt to hide the years or what the magisterium is all about I mean it is a religious dictatorship yeah I agree with you wholeheartedly but it's something I've noticed that is all the magisterian members the higher class magisterian Mm, members the demons are snakes, bugs. beetles, mm, bugs, yeah. you know, rather... Creepy, crawly, icky. Yeah, yeah. yeah, which gives a sort of slight hint to their mm. personality. Uh, episode four, where you just see sort of the magisteriums of stormtroopers, for want of a better term, yeah. ransacking the uh, Oxford you know, College uh, you know, offices and Inquisition. Such. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, very much so, yeah. yeah Stops just short of burning books. And mm. so, I, I didn't but, expect as you that. Say, sort of, but the no. terms of you know, sort of calling someone a heretic and, yeah. you know, and such, yeah. well, that is, as you say, very much like the Inquisition. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, see where he's taking inspiration from. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's a slight period piece in certain effects because the yeah. the time period for Lyra's dimension it seems to be about the 1940s. Yeah, that's yeah. the yeah. vibe the, that I got the, with the car with extra bells and whistles. Yeah, the text, mm. yeah, you know. steampunky or if yeah. that's mm. the right term. Or then, air, airships. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Then we come across to our world. Mm. Yeah, and it is our modern day. It is modern day. Interesting contrast. Yeah. In episode four, where um, Lyra goes into the um, that off- official's office in the uh, Northern Ports, yep. he's got a, a very antiquated sort of radio and sort of yeah, mic on his yeah. desk. Mm. It's As I said, it's a period piece. It's what the BBC seemed to do so well. Mm. Yeah. With HBO money. A yeah. lot oh, of money. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. Could, yeah, really, really up their game. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> great cast. Not a cheap cast. Oh, yeah. Big cast. Yeah. And got um, great effects and uh, the sets and everything. It's, I mean, we've like, only seen him very briefly, but we've got uh, James McElvoy at Lord Azriel. Mm. That's so, right. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to clearly turn up again shortly. Oh, mm. Yes. There are faces that I recognise. Oh, and yeah. last night on the BBC, yeah. they show his dark materials and then they show War of the Worlds. Yes. Yes. He played the port manager the port master. Oh, right. Yeah. I can't remember his name, but he was in Harry Potter. He played the Deersley. He's uh, Patrick Troughton's grandson. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he played, as I said, the port manager in his dark hearts. Then straight after that, we had War of the Worlds and he played the oh, artillery yeah. man. I didn't realise mm-hmm. that was him. Okay. Yeah, it's the oh, same. Yeah. It's the same. I'm, I'm clothing, sitting yeah. there thinking, hang on a moment. About an hour, mm. hour straight after. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so he's a busy little boy at the moment. Well, yeah. This probably is more well, recently. <laughs> well, yeah, War of the Worlds was, I think, done two years ago, yeah, wasn't it? A long time ago, yeah. yeah. Alarming, yeah. More than that next time, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm very impressed with it so far. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. Very yeah. much so, it, yeah. it has me hooked. It has me coming back for more, which is what you can ask for. We're halfway through the first season, the first book, mm. presumably, yeah. if we do it that way. Yeah, the second season has you know, already been uh, commissioned. So. Yeah, I can vaguely remember what's going on, but not enough to make my uh, to spoil my enjoyment of it. I can remember some of the major things we're coming up to, but yeah, not really how we get there. Yeah. yeah mm. That's good. And the fact that in many ways looks better than the film. Yes. Which has presumably a hundred couple hundred million spent yeah, on it I, mm, that's it I've forgotten the film all I can remember is say is I didn't really like it I found it intriguing but as I say so this series is a lot, is a lot yeah. more realistic and down to earth looking be interesting to go back after this first season is finished go back look at the watch, film yeah. Mm, yeah. compare it but four more to go yeah. maybe we're talking mm, yeah. about it again in a couple of podcasts yeah. mm. hopefully we'll have yeah, more people here I, to discuss I, yeah. I, do, I do recall most of the bu- a sizable proportion of the budget was actually sort of spent on um, bringing the uh, demons to life yeah. oh I'm sure yeah mm. You see, they they cheat quite a lot. A lot yeah. of people you you see randomly in the background don't seem to have demons. No, the, mm-hmm. presumably they're the small tucked in a coat. Or yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. I, as we have seen when the guy goes over into our world, the snake goes behind his collar. Mm, yeah, that's yeah. it, or, or up, up his sleeve. sleeve. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. they use their budget well. They only show <laughs> yes. the demons when they need <laughs> yeah. to be seen. Really, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. got a nice switching between the CGI creature, which you, to my mind you can't really tell mm. is a CGI oh, creature, and the live creature. Because yeah. I don't use CGI all the time. It occasionally is actual really? animals on on the on the set. Yeah. Oh really? Mm-hmm. I didn't realise. I thought yeah, it was always CGI. You do see Lara's demon sort of change quite a bit because most of the time it's an ermine. Yeah. In last Sunday's episode, it was a snow fox. Yeah. At that age, they can morph to. Yeah. They, 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 it's mm-hmm. at a certain age. I'm not, I'm not sure if it is age or experience. I think it's basically isn't it puberty? I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah they they, time, yeah. they settle on a form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we found out about the witches. Yes, witches were introduced. 
introduced. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his name again, but the the guy with the Derek. beard. De- yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the guy, the the not the leader, but the mm. second one down, the master of the Gypsons. Oh, yeah, um, James, very... James Cosmo. Yeah, he's very familiar. Yeah. When yeah, when he was describing his experience with uh, Sarah. One oh, of the witches. Ser- Serafina. Um... But it takes a surprisingly emotional turn mm, and oh, suddenly does, you get yeah. kicked in the gut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all chances are she hasn't aged a day. Yeah. And yet 40 years have elapsed yeah. for him. But yeah. it all codos to the actor. You know, oh, he, he really so, yeah. rent his soul. Mm. Oh, Game of Thrones, of course. What else would it be but Game of Thrones? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, he's one of those He's one of those people who's in demand as a renter, Scott. Yeah, yeah even so. Mm, yes, but so far, I mean, it, it's pulling him back for more. Oh. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Good for BBC to be doing this sort of stuff again. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> a long time, really. Not counted Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you've been watching or catching it, if you have any opinions on it, tell us at show at staggeringstories.net. Woohoo! Dear listeners, some of us have been to the BFI to see the Curse of Fenric. In comfort. And one of us sat at home in his waterlogged lounge (laughs) (laughs) watching it on TV. Well, it's authentic. It's by the sea, it's cold and wet and underwater. (laughs) Just just like my kitchen. (laughs) If anyone was wondering a little near the last intro. Curse of Fenric. Um, we're, we're not too sure whether we've actually reviewed this before. I don't think we have. I don't know. Yeah, no, no, kill two birds with one stone. Yeah. yeah. It's, it is the last season of original Who. Mm, yeah. Classic Who. The, lo- the penultimate one before yes. Uh, yes. The whole reason yeah. for this Survival. event was the box set was coming out in December. Yeah, not now. But it's not now. It's coming out in January. <laughs> January. Oh, so yeah. Season 26 is coming out in January, mm. if we're yep. lucky. Blu-ray release of this particular season, yeah. So they traditionally, they've been showing a story from each box set yeah. just before they come out mm. of the BFI. Usually getting some guests along to talk about mm. it. Yeah, a, l- a little chatter. So we were there for that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Managed to grab tickets for once. Short rundown from the story. Wartime England. Yep. World War Two, particularly. Mm. Yep. Uh-huh. Somewhere on the north coast. Uh, yeah, Northumberland, maybe. I think so, mm-hmm. yeah. Around yeah. that area. Unless you shot Dorset. Well, uh, minor yeah. test. <laughs> we won't go there. We won't go there. Involving... A bagatelle. Yeah. Involving secrets. Mm. Uh, involving top secret code breaking. The Ultima machine. Yep, the Ultima yeah. machine. Including Russians. Mm. Coming Those... to... Not being very nice and coming to still see pesky Russians yes, yes pesky Russians but they were expected yes it's a setup mm. and ancient Viking curses mm. Mm. evil from the dawn of time evil mm. evil from the dawn of time yes. evil evil yes yes when this was first televised I do remember having very good feelings from it very good vibes it was yeah. one of the one of the best episodes of that season for me if, I think it's the best story of the season if not, if yeah, not the I best I did enjoy it it, it, it was certainly involved in a what I thought was a very strong run, for, yeah. uh, which turned out to be for the last season. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Which is a shame. Ended on a high. It definitely did. It's involving the Wolves of Fenric, releasing of the ancient evil Fenric, which, according to Viking legend, is actually Fenris. Fenris mm-hmm. the Wolf. Ah, and lots of, what are they, sort of future humans? 
potentially mm. future humans. Yeah, humivores. Humivores, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And lots of bubble wrap. Well, suckers and whatever. In some ways, culmination of Ace's story arc. Yeah. What I found out that it wasn't actually scheduled to be shown second to last. It was initially scheduled to be shown first. Mm. The way it's actually shown is, to my mind, is a perfect capper for Ace's little arc. Mm-hmm. Basically started in Remembrance. Well, before that, back in Ice World. Yeah, well, initially started at Dragonfire, but yeah. and explains why we have a, a time storm suddenly conjured in a, a teenager's bedroom. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, just seemed a little unlikely. It, it so convoluted glad, at the time. Glad they came back to explain it. It was by the same writer, wasn't it? The same writer who yes. wrote Dragonfire. So yeah, it was. yeah, Ian Briggs, isn't it? So it's got a, a chance to yep. to fix things. Well, because one one wonders how much of this was actually uh, um, planned. Planned, yeah. In, yeah, I doubt much of it. Yeah, it's I, just a, a nice way to get a modern day human into ice world. Yeah, time storm. But then to rationalise that later. Yeah, the story does retroactively fix a few things, a few things that you didn't realise needed fixing. Yeah. So the, and, the chessboards. And in, traditionally in Doctor Who, they probably wouldn't even bothered. Y- yeah. But by mm. the end. Yeah. Doing proper long arcs. Yeah, and, things were beginning to click in. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what. Um, God, Andrew Cartmel. I done it. I done it. <laughs> I the script. I remembered it by myself as Cartmel said that. Um, yeah, he was out of the BFI. He was there at the BFI and he said he was quite pleased that Ace and this arc is quoted or pointed to as the archetype for modern companions. Yeah. Did he say that RTD had even mentioned that? I can't remember. He did I, talk about uh, RTD. Yeah. And, yeah, so it's him and Sophie up on stage and they spoke a fair bit about it. Yeah. Including the fact that Ace is in some ways a bit of a template for modern Who characters. Yeah. Companions mm. particularly. Who now have an arc. Yeah. Now have an arc. And also who turn around and kick butt occasionally as yeah, well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ace unfortunately didn't get a proper Send off. No, to my knowledge, there's three or four endings for Ace. Yeah, they they did mention up on stage what their idea was, which is the one we'd heard about a long time about her going off to Gallifrey. Yes, to become a Time Lord. Yeah, that that, that's Mm. one of them. I think that's the direction they may have pushed her in a branch of Big Finish. But the whole fact that Ace actually turns up and meets her own grandmother. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. Yes. And I I quite like it now. I know. I didn't know at the first viewing. I know. I know. But they the actress they've chosen to play Dudman. Her, her grandmother looks surprisingly like Ace. Same build, same mm. face shape. Yeah, it does a bit, yes. In the close-ups I was studying, yeah. <laughs> and, and you can see the lineage. Yeah, yeah. There, there was some, again, some thought had gone into that. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't as a random bit of casting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't, you know, a six-foot leggy blonde. <laughs> Ginger. <laughs> <laughs> yes, one thing I did notice was, um, even though in the early sort of years of World War Two, okay, the Allies did rely upon the Soviet Union for yes. a, you know, sort of for uh, help. The captain who ran the uh, sort of base or whatever it Millington. was. Millington. Millington. Sort of, mm. yeah. He knew full well the Soviet forces were only working for themselves and they could pose a threat later on yeah. once the Second World War was over. There, there was the hope that they wouldn't, but mm. there was the acknowledgement that they mm. could. That's it, yeah. yeah. Mm. We should also give a shout out to Judson. Yes. What a really great character. Yeah. It really yeah. so well played, I thought. And so distinctively different between yeah, Judson sure, and yeah. when he's possessed yeah completely yeah and yeah. it's the fact that he played the whole role in his wheelchair mm. until he stands up yes. and it's what the f- yeah <laughs> that is a, a great cliffhanger yeah he's, he's all hunched because he mm. looks like he's got a hunchback they yeah. gave, i think they gave him a hunch yeah but again until he the hunchback in the office <laughs> until he stood up yeah, yeah. and, yeah, and the eyes good. as well oh god yeah i think the actor had a lot of trouble with the uh, contact lenses because oh. of the blinking you can see yeah you, you can blink- see <laughs> but, quite hard quite hard. Yeah. but uh, <laughs> adds to the idiosyncrasy of uh, Fenwick. 
Makes sense. But, I've yeah. seen Elsie's eyes before. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Being in a body again. Mm. I do remember, again, with uh, Andrew Cartmel mentioning how much had been cut out of the televised uh, episode. Uh, the televised 20 story. minutes, I think it says. It was 20 mm-hmm. minutes. Yes. And how he thought it had actually butchered the televised episode. Right. Yeah. Personally, having not watched those 20 minutes until last weekend, yeah. it didn't. It's, I, to my mind, it still hung together. Yeah, I thought it was fine, but I must admit, seeing it in this feature-length yeah. version, it is really good. Yeah, because on the on the discs, it's, they George Lucas did it. <laughs> it's now a special, special edition. Ah, yeah. But instead of doing new footage, they've still got the old footage. Mm, the original just, footage, yeah, just And just reinserted it. Yeah. it. Mm-hmm. You see what happens when they stake the uh, Hemovores. Mm-hmm. You've got little piles mm-hmm. of, of, of green slime with mm-hmm. the stake sticking out of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think... I think they extended Phyllis's and what's her name's death. The two... Um, yeah. Oh, the girls, yeah. Yeah, yeah they did. Yeah, they extended that a little bit. Yeah, when you mention green slime, it just reminds me of, what is it, the uh, pterodactyls? Yeah, mm. could be. Yeah, when they sort of melt and... Yeah. 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 <laughs> Bubbling away. Yeah. 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 All in all, you don't have to get this to enjoy the story. You can rely on the old DVD yeah. extras, but it makes it so much better. Doesn't the DVD version also have the extended... The DVD... Slightly extended. Uh, DVD version had the slightly extended because it had the... Uh, original televised and a special edition so it was slightly yeah. extended I'm not sure how much new footage in because I know over the weekend I'm sitting there oh that's a new bit yeah. I don't recognise that bit oh yeah. where's that from yeah Mark was talking about how he did that in 2003 that extended yeah. Yeah. cut then he's come back to it again the only thing they did mention, which in retrospect, I think, oh, yeah, that would have been better. I think it was the writer, Ian Briggs, is up on stage yeah. talking about it, and he wanted it all shot at night. Yes. Mm-hmm. And actually thinking about it now, although I never thought about it before. No. Thinking about it now, if all that was in the dark. Night shot. Yeah, that could have added a fair bit to it. Would it would also it weaved back in with the vampire legends, because vampires yeah. can't be seen mm, in the yeah. day. These weren't vampires, they were hemovores, so that's a get-out. Oh, yeah. but, a difference. Yeah, yeah mm. that, but... But still, what we've got is really good. Good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. They were mentioning they tried to cover it by having black smoke, the, the monsters emerging out of the black smoke, and one of the sp- special effects supervisors saying, yeah, you can do that, but black smoke is toxic. <laughs> <laughs> so that had to be white steam. Yeah, and Sophie yeah. was saying they should surprise they didn't do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that's the thing, because yeah. you, you had a conversation with Sophie and, and Andrew Cartman, and they were saying the things that they did that you would not be allowed to do today under health and safety. Oh, good grief. Yeah. Like, uh, they did well, have... Health and safety that back then was more well, just guidelines. Yeah, well, yeah. well they, they had a stunt woman to climb up and down the wire rope. Yeah, because it's but, really tricky to do. But, yeah, mm, but yeah. Sophie had to do it as well for various shots. Yeah, yeah. she ended up doing it anyway. Yeah, she basically. ended up doing yeah. it anyway. And the dive into the <laughs> oh, into the, yeah, into the sea. Yeah, the yeah. you don't realise how dodgy it is until yeah. you see them actually see them filming it. Yeah, you've got to make sure the toys come yeah, in. You, yeah. Yeah. A, the, they had to time it right because there were rocks yeah. down there. Oh, blimey. Wait for a swell before she could yeah. dive in. Yeah. If she hadn't, it would have smashed straight into the box. Yeah. No, see... no more Sophie Aldridge. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. You see the raw footage of that, of the diver rolling in mm. immediately yes. afterwards mm-hmm. to go and get her. Mind you, speaking of water, um, the similarities between the uh, haemovores wading out of the water and the sea, in, uh, yes. sea devils. Oh, yeah, yeah. the mm. classic Doctor yeah. thing. Well, they, 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 they were saying whatever. that they had to hold rocks. 
Because the air was trapped inside the suits oh, and they wouldn't go down. Yeah, tell me yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they go bloop and bob up so quickly. That's yeah. why I, when I went diving, I had to have about 15 kilos of lead around my waist. Yeah. Well, so we also saw some special features. Oh, yes. Coming up yeah. in the box set. Yeah. Again, lots of lovely behind the scenes footage of when they're not filming mm. of, of Sophie and Sylvester just mucking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Sylvester screwing up lines, things like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Swear uh, like a trooper. The, the, yeah. the doctor does. <laughs> Does not swear at all. Mm, Sylvester yeah. McCoy, however, <laughs> swears like a trooper. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a wonderful outtake from uh, Battlefield where the brigadier, the doctor, Ace, the archaeologist who I can't remember, and the Chinese Sulin girl that they had. No, they, they've just been attacked, and the car, the jeep, is driving mm. away. So they have to lean forward, and you can see the special effects guy putting a bit of smoke in. They put so much smoke mm. into the car that the camera sit on the bonnet could not see anybody inside <laughs> yeah and nicholas courtney is driving is like nope sorry i'm gonna have to stop yep. <laughs> it is fun there's also uh, an extended ghost light i think in there because so. that was i think not as much as that was only a three part wasn't it yeah it's not as much mm. as curse of Fen- well ghost light initially was written as a four part or had enough material for yeah. a pal- four parter they lost the whole episode yeah. so i'm not sure if the, that episode has been re inserted but hopefully yeah makes more sense i i enjoyed ghost light as is but i know some people complained mm. that it didn't make any sense yeah i don't know not making sense and there's uh, the usual behind the sofa i so you got three commentaries behind the sofa commentaries three groups doing three groups you've got yeah. uh sylvester and sophie two i think two writers from new who two writers from new who and then you've got annika wills janet fielding and sarah sutton mm-hmm. commenting mm-hmm. about the episode or the story they seem to enjoy it mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah. I didn't show any of the interview with Matthew Sweet, oddly. No? I think there is one, isn't there? I think I... he's interviewing Sophie Aldred. Oh, I could think. be. Could be, yeah. There was none of that interview. They didn't show any of that. There is a round table dinner with the writers of that season. Yeah. That was an odd choice to have them actually sat there eating. <laughs> but I, I think they've done it for all, all three so far. Have they? I, I know they've done it. With, I, I know I've done it. They've done it on the Sixth Doctor box set with Colin Baker, Michael Jason, and Nicola Bryan and Bonnie Langford at a meal in a restaurant somewhere oh, where yeah. they're discussing I've seen, I've seen clips of that no, I actually watched it earlier. Yeah, I don't know about the first two. I know they've done something with the fifth Doctor. Mm. So it's a feature of these Blu-ray box sets. Mm. Just sat there. Okay, it was on a big screen yeah. in uh, HD. Watching them just eating. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Come and talking the other ones just eating in the background. Yeah. Just going for food or something. Uh, leaning across. <laughs> Excuse use... me, can I just... Pass the salt, please. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah, literally. But okay. And they, they showed the thing they especially filmed with Sophie as Yeah, the Ace trailer. Have you yeah. seen the Ace trailer? No. We shall play it for you later. It's mm. damn good. It, it brings is. brings a moist tear to my eye. Mm. Yeah, Sophie's saying that she uh, had a, a bit of a moist eye when yes. she read the script. Yeah. Right. It is um, a love letter to the two characters. Mm. Yeah. In a way. She didn't talk too much about her new upcoming book. No, no. It was touched upon. Somebody did ask about it finally at the end. Yeah, it was touched upon. But that's something that I'm looking forward to myself. And perhaps that's the saving that for a a writing tour. Yeah, it's not out to, I think, February. Release tour, that's what I'm looking for. In this clip of her, as she is now, pretty much, as an older ace or Dorothy. Yeah. You see the the doctor knocking on the window. You see the umbrella. The umbrella. Yeah, someone knocking with the umbrella. Yeah. where she's working for a charitable earth. 
Yes, well, she runs it. Of course, in the book, she meets up with the current Doctor, 13th Doctor. 13. But it makes more sense to, for her to meet with Sylvester's Doctor again from a uh, well, video 13, point of view. Perhaps 13 brought the umbrella along so she'd know who it is. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, great event as ever. Yeah, and uh, enjoyable. A really good story as well. Yes. It's a lot of Doctor Who. If you sat there and watched the whole lot in one go, classic Who particularly, Yeah, it's quite tough going. It is. Some, uh, yeah. you, can, you can really tell whether it was padded. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even the extended cut, there's no padding the, in Fenric. I, I didn't notice the time until I had to stand up. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's one good, solid, well-plotted, yeah. really great story. Yeah. 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 listeners you've been writing to us ah thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you oh no no it's most kind thank you it's beautiful <laughs> uh, wonderful penmanship uh, you've Keith, got there Keith. and our first one is from andrew scott ah, hello, hello andrew. andrew he says good morning all good morning or good afternoon morning. or evening mm. or afternoon night good day good day, day. Mm. just a word about robocop oh yeah yes the violence is overblown oh, yeah. yes yeah. it's cheesy in places yeah. And, yeah. The, <laughs> and the special effects are guilty as charged <laughs> Yep. But personally, I find it a good romp. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what we conclusion we came to. I'm not sure. Everybody seems to think we really hated it, but I'm not sure we did. <laughs> we may have dissed it, but it was... <laughs> it was good for the time. Yeah, it was gentle dissing. Mm. Yeah. There's no doubt that, spoiler, Ronnie Beverly Hills Cop, Cox, is a slimy bad guy. Mm-hmm. Made Cox, that really. Miguel, Twin Peaks Farrah, is a slimy executive who will get his comeuppance. And that everybody's favourite granddad, Dan, the last Starfighter, O'Hearley, won't turn out to be squeaky clean in the sequel, mm. which is as confused as Robocop's new committee produced directives. Hmm. Ed 209 is very Harryhausen, mm. yes. Mm. Yeah. But his good comic relief from a corporate bad idea that the corporation has too much invested in to fail. Yeah. Well, fill, <laughs> fill in your own overblown government project. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Peter Weller has spoken on the internet, so presumably at conventions, at great length about the outfit, which initially didn't articulate and weighed about, oh blimey, 55 to 65 pounds, four stone or 27 kilos as you prefer, mm. so that he could move at all was a minor miracle. Oh yeah, that is painful but, as hell as well. Yeah, but it does add to the aesthetic. Mm. Oh yeah, if it has too fluid emotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. The fact that it spawned two sequels, a TV miniseries and a reimagining <laughs> in 2014 with Joel Kinnaman and Old Garryman, <laughs> Michael Keaton and Jackie Earl Halley does make me think a little of the path Highlander took. Yeah. The first one, first film was good, the second, and the third was a remake. <laughs> the films get worse. The TV series was good in its own right, but toned down. Mm. Highlander has yet to be remade, but there are frequent rumblings. Yes. Uh, maybe sometimes companies should look at a film and say, that was, was good, passable, what new thing shall we do next? <sighs> I have no idea what their motivation for flogging a dead horse in this way could be. No. no, no All no, the no, best, no. Andrew Scott. Thank, Thank, you. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Andrew. The weirdest yeah. thing with Robocop is that they made a kid's cartoon. Yes. And even the TV series was rather kiddified. It was, yeah. There mm. was that miniseries which was more in the original tone. Yeah. The Prime Directors or whatever it was called. Yeah. But the kiddie TV TV series live action in the cartoon yeah, it's mm, weird yeah, yeah. same for the rather dumbed down I mean the thing was with the original Robocop film there was a very strong element
element of a um, sort of satire in it as well. Yeah, oh, completely. Well, I think we said at the time it was a very um, Starship Troopers vibe. Yeah, mm. oh, not know. surprisingly, it's given it's who the same, yeah. same director, yeah. but P- Paul Verhoeven, yeah. Yeah. especially with the uh, Newcomb advert. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it looked like there was meant to be a Robocop Returns next year, but they haven't started filming it yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's not going to be next year. Yeah, but it is still on the cards. It's still mm-hmm. breathing then. Yeah, yeah. There's Ooh. been a new director attached to it in recent weeks, I think, and it's a sequel to the first film. Yeah, the original. Mm. Oh, the '87 film. Mm-hmm. Oh, so ignoring the sequel they, and anything after they're it. They're doing a ty- yeah. uh, Terminator. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Okay. Hello, staggerers. Hello, who's Gary here again. Ah, hi, Gary. Gary. I have come here to chew bubblegum and write some words to you, including a quick review. Oh, yeah. And I'm all out of bubblegum. For the best. Loved hearing your talk about Robocop. Oh, yeah. I remember taking a girl on a date to see that film. (laughs) Yep, she didn't go out with me again. (laughs) I think after the ridiculous overshooting of the lead actor, Mm -hmm. old what's-his-chops, her immediate (laughs) reaction to it... uh, it, I was not on a winning streak. Oh dear. No, I can imagine. Saw the new trailer for Doctor Who season 12 and... Don't panic. No spoilers happening here. Thank you. I am quietly confident that the next season will be a bit darker, with the possibility of the arc indicating that Chibbers may have been listening to the fans after all. Mm. Being on 2020, I say. Yep, yep, definitely. And so here endeth the nice stuff. Oh. You probably don't remember, but in my last email a couple of weeks ago, I was tentatively looking forward to the BBC's new version of War of the World. Now that you mention it, yes, I do. Yeah, we all were. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, Last Sunday, my long-suffering wife, she is married to me after all, and I settled down into our seats at 9pm. I picked up a big mug of tea and we watched with interest as bullets were fired from a huge jet of smoke from the surface of Mars. Mm. It's taken me a whole week to calm down enough not to mm, rant. Yes. <laughs> Stay calm, Gal Gary. <laughs> breathe, breathe. Deep breaths, deep breaths. <laughs> Talking about taking liberties with the story. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. Whoops, here I go again. <laughs> it's appeared even Victorian classic novel, The War of the Worlds, has had to succumb to modern day demographics. Mm. The narrator is not the man, as in the book. It is the love interest created to give the show a strong female lead. Amy. What? Come on, Beeb, don't do this, I thought. <laughs> Amy, eh? <laughs> Amy, yes. <laughs> then, for she's also red hair. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, then, for some reason, Ogilvy, the astronomer's sexual proclivity, is called to our attention, whilst he and Amy are digging out a Martian capsule. <laughs> totally unnecessary. Also, not in the book. Mm. I'm all for equality in everything, but it's always required to change the past ways to fit in with modern beliefs. Surely this is more of a period piece, not a modern day sci-fi. You would have thought. The book actually has two brilliant female characters, a bit only talked about. The narrator's brother helps two women on the roadside as someone tries to steal their horse and trap. After he sees them off, they try again, but this time one of the ladies pull out a gun and they scarper when she threatens to shoot them. (laughs) They would have been ace to adapt. On the plus side, I actually did like the fact that we've woven in some of H.G. Wells' life. I have no problem with Amy and George's relationship. H.G. Wells did in fact leave his first wife to live Mm. with and then marry marry his lover Amy. Understandable. It's not... (laughs) 
<laughs> it's not the book, but it's clever, and I like that. Uh. Also, I like the whole thing being moved from Victorian 1890 to Edwardian 1910. Uh. The political landscape at the time had worked on a war footing, and it suits the story very well. A decent change, it makes sense. Mm. But what's going on with the red dust, the crystal flash-forward, flashbacks, flash-whatevers? Mm. Not a fan. <laughs> and as for the VFX, well, they're not the same as the book, but they're fancy enough and the oily reflection smudge as the ball rotates in the ground was wonderful. Mm. I also really love the sonic ray effect, reflecting the air around it as it hits the building in Woking. Beautiful work. What really confused me was the actual makeup of that tripod. Is it wooden? Why are the parts flaking off of it constantly? Is it actually brown? I couldn't tell through the grey. Oh, okay. I'm going to unscrew my old fart head, a la Wells or Gummidge, this <laughs> evening <laughs> and watch part two. I'm not going to raise an eyebrow at any of it, and I will love it. I will. Mm. They better have a thunder child in there! <laughs> right, rant over. Keep staggering to the pub. Gary. Thank you. Mm, thank you, Gary, yes. I've not seen any of it yet, I must admit. I'm, I'm going to throw cat amongst the pigeons, and I'm mm. enjoying it immensely. Okay. The, Maybe um, review it next time. Yes. yes. Uh, we'll be finished uh, the, by then. I wouldn't say Amy's the narrator. I would say it's joint narration mm. between yeah. George... George and Amy. And yeah. Amy. Okay. So they've sort of split the story between them. So yeah. in, instead of going to the brother, where the brother's still in there, but mm -hmm. we don't follow him, we've been following Amy. Mm, so yeah, they, yeah. they split it that way. I have no problem with that. Hmm. Of Ogilvy's sexual proclivities, I didn't actually even notice that. That didn't impinge on me in any way. He did mention it. Yeah, I didn't mo notice it. Yeah, I didn't the notice about, yeah, an old bachelor or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I didn't notice the mention at, at that point in time. The excuse of being a bachelor or being gay. Yeah, that was part of that situation. Yeah. The, I don't care about that. That that, no. that didn't mm. impinge on the story for me at yeah. all. It's just a throwaway casual line. Fine. Mm. It doesn't affect me enough to put my hackles up. Um, I'm, no, I, I'm enjoying it. I am I mean, enjoying it. I'll put forward my main views in the next podcast when we yeah, review it in full. But yeah. as I say, the first episode was good. My feelings towards the second episode are rather ambivalent. Okay. okay. Next, final one's on this coming mm. Sunday. Coming yeah. Sunday, yes. We'll, oh, so actually... ne next podcast, watch this space. Yeah. Fight, 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 <laughs> fight. <laughs> he did mention there, Wizzle Gummidge. <gasps> oh my God, oh, no. where is he? Where is he over there? <laughs> <laughs> he is with hat. He yes. is with hat. He's hatted. As feet featured in the Christmas card. Yes, we mm. must talk about that too, but quickly. But first... Oh. Hello, Hello, Head of Pertwee! Hello, Graham. Hello. Dangerous Churchill. Dangerous Nazi Churchill, Spock. Nazi Spock. Shabon, the topless female uh, garden. Yes. Some of these may feature on the Christmas card. <laughs> <laughs> and talking of the, the Christmas, Christmas cards. Adam. Yes. Well, it's that time of year again. Yep. Ding, 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 and it ding, should ding, just about be December by the time this goes out too. Ding, 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 But if you would like a Christmas card from the Staggering Stories team, you know the usual drill by now, I'm sure. Send your name and address to our usual feedback. Email and we shall send you a Christmas card. What wherever is, you may be in the world. What is the normal feedback address? It, it may be something like show at staggering stories dot net. <laughs> Before we finish, we have one final bit of feedback oh, here oh, 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 from oh, Stephen. Hello, Stephen. Dear team, how well you're all right doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a delight to tune in when I get around to it. The fake Keith Dunn usually has me chuckling along on the bus, and I forget to mention how nice it was to hear Adam on a recent The Doc 2 podcast. Oh, yeah. Okay. You've been out and about, have you? A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> I want to go now. <laughs> Although, weren't a few of you on the last one? I think we did something. 
didn't we? You all did very well. Oh, thank you. I had a wet kitchen floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did do a bit of an outro for them, didn't we? I think. Yes. Recently. Yeah. Uh, he didn't give his name and address. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. That's thank so you for you, for the Christmas card. You yep. will have a Christmas card. Yes. Yes. All being well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we can trust the post. <laughs> mm, yeah, it's an orange strike. Oh. Yeah. A Merry Christmas to all. When it comes, love from Stephen. Thank you, thank Stephen. Thank you, Stephen. And a pre-Merry Crimbo to you, too. Yes. And then, as if by magic, Karen appeared. What the hell am I? I was in a meeting. You can't just ping me out of a meeting. Oh, you required. Yeah, you, you thought oh, you might God. like to listen to this bit. This is feedback, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. Feedback. Okay, we but thought, uh, they were in the middle of the budget but, for next year. And I really need to be back there. We'll, we'll send you back. Don't okay. Maybe a few minutes. Okay. Yeah. Who have we got then? First off, we've got Reese. Hello, Reese. Hello, Staggerers, it's me, Reese, and I'm recording this quite late in two senses of the words. One, it's late because it's really late. close to the Reece. deadline for yes. you recording this, actually deadline, receiving feedback for the episode. And also it's quite late at night too, so I'm going to be Ooh. quick because I'm quite Ooh. tired. But uh, first, yeah. I'll start off by saying hello, Head of Pertwee, hello, Cardboard <laughs> Goodhill, go. Not Knacker, hello, Cardboard Clara, hello, Dangerous <laughs> Churchill, hello. Cardboard Clara everyone. has an Amy I, mask on. I just on. can't keep going on like that. She looks much yeah, better than She doesn't. How are you all? <laughs> we're fine, we're, we're fine. Yeah, we're, we're good. Fine, yeah. Sorry, Nazi Spock? Oh, good. Good, oh, good, yeah, good. Yeah. 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 Fascist, good. I think it was originally. Yeah. Now, I don't sure. actually have too much to talk about this time around because I actually haven't seen Robocop or the Time Monster. Although, oh. that being said, I've wow. seen some Classic Who recently because yeah. I've been managing to find the time to watch it and review it on the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who podcast. Oh. Plug, yes. plug yes. for them. I've been taking <laughs> part again and uh, they've been doing a wonderful thing over the past few years almost of watching all of Doctor Who from the beginning. That's something. When I say watching sometimes, it's listening because obviously yeah. not all the stories exist but they have been going through chronologically all of the stories that are out there consuming them and then reviewing them sometimes we get interrupted by new stuff along the way but uh, we're currently in the Peter Davison era and I've joined in for two reviews so far Kinder and The Visitation and I loved The Visitation by the way that was very good and I've got to say I'm very much in agreement with fake Keith (gasps) that Peter Davison is an excellent doctor. He is. Maybe I'm not noticing the same qualities that she does, but I do like Peter Davison. I don't know what you mean. Here we go. Fight, round, open and bland face. (laughs) But yes, uh, very good stuff. So I'm not really going to talk about Robocop or the Time Monster. I could talk about the Doctor Who trailer, but given a discussion that Adam and I had, he probably hasn't seen it because he's... Keeping away from uh, the trailer because he's that much of a spoilerphobe. Like I said to him, I risk it with trailers and it's becoming more of a risk, sadly, because (laughs) the BBC editors for trailers just kind of don't know how not to spoil things. They don't care. To go by the example I gave to Adam. There was the trailer for at the end of the pilot in season 10, which sounds confusing to say that because the pilot is usually the first episode of the show. But anyway, the episode, the pilot that introduced Bill, they showed the season trailer and gave away the massive return in episode 11. It was ridiculous. So it is a risk to watch trailers and it's the only risk I take in terms of spoilers. Also, the spoiler that I was warning about on your Facebook group has kind of turned out to be nothing. It was a misconstrued tweet. Badly mm. worded, personally. I get the message they were trying to make now, but it was just <laughs> poorly done. We should discuss but this anyway, later. But anyway, back to the point. Well, I'm not going to talk about the trailer because it might spoil something. Maybe I could you... talk about the Mandalorian 
Oh, that's right. Disney Plus isn't in the UK yet. The people <laughs> like Dean Hill and Martin no, from Bad Wolf, no. they're paying a lot of money for all those airfares on Fridays to fly over to the <laughs> US just to watch it. I mean, yeah. it's crazy. I mean, yeah. they might get I, frequent I might fly flyer miles, I guess. Yeah. Watch it. <laughs> anyway, so I can't really talk about it because I don't want to spoil it. I mean, Disney Plus is, of course, the only way anyone can actually see it. Yes. Of course. Yes. Um, but I still don't want to spoil anyone who hasn't chosen to <clears throat> fly to America to see it. <laughs> But I will use The Mandalorian to transition into a question I have for you all. Mm. This is kind of inspired by the fact that a lot of people are watching The Mandalorian and saying that it reminds them very much of original Star Wars, obviously, Episode 4, but the first one made. Uh, no, I'm I can, just talking I about can see Hope. where they're coming from. I know people. Hi, yeah, Dean. Look. I mentioned you before. Don't like referring to it as A New Hope or Episode 4, but that's what it is. Mm. It's easier because it's not Episode 1. Yeah. <laughs> it was the first one that was made, yes, but... Chrono, never mind. Never mind. You know which <laughs> one I'm talking been about. Having a moment. The first one to be made. <laughs> everyone's world. saying that uh, Mandalorian reminds them of that film, mm, and in many ways, I've got to disagree. The tone oh, of it isn't like that. It's got the same aesthetic because yes. it's maybe just a year, maybe a little less, a little more after Return of the Jedi. Five, so it's got I that think, same yeah, feeling to it, the same atmosphere, kind of like um, Rogue One. Really well replicated. Yep. It looks great. Yep, yep. Great tone. John Favreau is a superb <laughs> writer and director, although yeah. he hasn't directed an episode yet, but he's written them all, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Dave Filoni has transitioned beautifully from the animated world into his first live-action thing. He did the first episode. It's really good yeah. uh, in terms of the direction and a lot of other stuff. And it does look and, I suppose, aesthetically feel like the original Star Wars film, but I don't think it is quite in terms of tone. But that got me thinking because... Also, this is to draw upon your review of Solo, a Star Wars story. Oh, no. And you don't have to remember what you said. I'll just remind you of something <laughs> Keith said, where well, he said he really liked it. He thought it was well made. He had a lot of fun, which I agree with. And then he said, but it didn't feel like Star Wars to him because it could have been any old sci-fi. You could mm. have replaced Han Solo with Star-Lord and it wouldn't have been Star Wars. Um, I don't necessarily agree with that, but it got me thinking, what makes Star Wars Star Wars? Mm, yeah. um, obviously for him, I think at the time he said it was something like he needs, he likes seeing force users and he likes mm. seeing the Empire go up mm. against the Rebellion. Yeah. Or He's the, a simple you know, the dark man. side against the light yeah. side. And force preferably would be involved, according to Keith. And that's a fair enough definition. So my question for you is what makes Star Wars Star Wars? Keith kind of implied force users and things like that or is it a grungy kind of tatooine outer rim kind of thing where it feels really real and then it's a the story of somebody from there rising up and going through a hero journey to eventually use that force or is it kind of about what the title is a war in the stars is it about fighting for freedom or control of the galaxy what you know what's your favorite take on it and also what do you think could be defined as a star wars movie I argue that seeing as all of that is in the first episode in some way, you've got Han Solo representing the kind of outer rim, hard yep. life where your, your morals kind of go out the window just to survive and you might, you might hunt first. for bounties. <laughs> um, it's a very um, dog-eat-dog kind of world out there. Yep. And so is it that sort of feeling and that sort of tone in the storytelling? Or is it the galactic side of it? What, what is it exactly? Now, I don't expect an answer right now. In fact, I don't expect an answer at all. If it's not a worthwhile question, just ignore it. No, it's no, but, no, you know, think, if you've got any thoughts now, please let us hear them. Maybe. If not, maybe save them for the next episode. I don't know. Anyway, just an interesting thing to consider because I still love The Mandalorian. It's still really good, yeah. but I disagree yeah. that oh, yeah. it is like the original movie because for me that's far more adventurous and almost quirky 
than what The Mandalorian has achieved so far. Again, not spoiling it, just in case you haven't seen it. It's a bit of a Western from I just here. Think different. Yeah. In fact, it's yeah. really close to Game of Thrones in my mind, um, mm. in terms of quality, in terms of the tone they're setting up. I really like it. What I've heard, I can see where he's coming from. And so I'll leave you with that question and let you ponder it and maybe share ponder, your answers ponder, with ponder, us. Ponder, ponder, ponder. Oh, mm. also. Just in case you're in the same position as last time, I might have prepared a little something as a possible introduction if you like it. So um, (laughs) without further ado, here is my proposal for an introduction for this episode of the Staggering Stories podcast. Can you say hello? Hello. Welcome to... Welcome to... Staggering Stories. Stories. Number. Number. Three. Three. Two. Two. Nine. Nine. Oh, Robin. <laughs> Thank you. That's a little something I threw together earlier. I hope you like oh, it. Thank you. Forgive yes. the change in audio quality. I used a different mic at the time. Alrighty, <laughs> I'm going to head off now. Thank you very much for the great show, and I'll speak to you another time. Thank you, Robin. Thank, Thank you, Robin. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, we only heard that after we've already done the recording. Yeah. Oh, well, we're so what does make Star end, Wars? Maybe. I don't think it's one thing. Oh. It's all of it. It's, it's just the feel yeah. of it. If it's Star Wars and Firefly are very similar to yes. me, if yeah. you could imagine John Wayne doing it <laughs> on a horse in the Wild West, well, then that's Star Wars. Was, that, that, that was my main point. Solo felt more like Firefly, Serenity. Yeah, that, than which it did. to me feels, feels like Star Wars. Wasn't, no, it wasn't quite quite there but <laughs> i don't know this probably should be a proper segment but yeah for me i think it's anything within the star wars universe it's just the mm. trappings the mm. technology yeah. the, I, the i agree uh, yeah, keith, I guess keith doesn't agree not so sure but like what's doctor who exactly doctor who who could be anything yeah pretty yeah, much yeah but there, there are certain few tappings in doctor who he, does he have to arrive in the tardis he doesn't always he doesn't have to arrive in the tardis yeah. but the tardis is nine times out of ten in there i think there's only a handful of episodes or stories where the tardis has not appeared at all we, we've at sidetracked all. into doctor who where yeah. the question was what yeah. is star wars yeah. we're using doctor who as, as a lens to examine star wars <laughs> oh are we <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. I think this does deserve a proper. I, I think it we will, will have deserve to ponder a proper... that. Yeah. When, when everybody's deserves... here, particularly, I think that'd be yeah. interesting. I, I think it deserves. You mean a everyone's thing. not here? But who are these but, people but Andy, sitting here Andy's silently? Here. Andy's here. Yeah, look, there's Andy. Hi, Andy. Yeah, hi. Well, you're not. You're Gad not talking. Is... <laughs> yeah, you just well, keep well, quiet you, until I finish. Karen, yeah. if you remember rightly, he's embarrassed because he's sitting there completely naked. Because it was meant to be. It was meant to be a measuring competition. Yes. I mean, you, I'm used to. Adam, I can't see from this distance but crumbly that is impressive <laughs> impressive i thought that was a leg <laughs> any more feedback yeah we have one from tim hello tim hello staggerers hello head of pertwee hello the rest of the menagerie yeah. it's tim's here. Here. tim here from tim's take on hey, hey, i wanted to send you a quick 30 second uh, recommendation oh, i'll get the clock out. living with yourself which i've been watching really this week on netflix Eight-part series starring Paul Rudd as Miles Elliott. I've heard, I've heard about this, yeah. And Irish actress-comedian Aisling B oh, yes. as Kate Elliott. Yes. This is probably going to take longer than 30 seconds, I warn you, for a start. <laughs> You're on 25. I have watched this show in three days flat. Oh, It's yeah. only eight episodes long. They're about 25 to 35 minutes long. Okay. And... I'm about to enthuse for about a minute on it. (laughs) Just a minute. Quite frankly, it's the best piece of television I've seen this year. And in in some ways, it's the best piece of television I've seen for many years. Mm. Miles Elliott is a man who has many problems, 
problems at work uh his wife and him are trying to have a baby and they're it's normally fun i find <laughs> pursuing um it through artificial insemination oh, and all fun. that sort of thing and the guy's got issues yeah i, I think he's and then one day a workmate uh recommends he goes empty. to uh, a health spa right as you do and so um without asking his wife he oh. uh withdraws a substantial amount of cash $50,000 from their joint account it's meant to be spent on this expensive fertility treatment right. and disappears off to this health spa uh, where they stick a mask on him as part of the treatment and they say oh don't worry this is all just part of the treatment this is all just to relax you and um Wakes up dead. Then he wakes up in a grave. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> yeah. they've not dead. given him a health treatment. They've cloned him. Oh. And I don't really want to spoil it much more than that. Yeah. But it's a very clever series. And essentially, over the eight episodes, it takes full advantage of the fact that you've essentially got two central characters. Mm-hmm. You've got Miles and you've got the clone of Miles. And the clone of Miles is sort of Miles but with all the rubbish bits taken out. Miles oh, Plus. And okay. the plot plays on this throughout, and each episode flips point of view, and so one will be from Miles's point of view, and then the next episode will be immediately from the clone's point of view. And it's essentially telling the same story over those eight episodes, but from the two alternating points of view. It's an excellent watch, and I cannot recommend it enough. In fact, it, it's so good, I think you should review it on the podcast. No, so, uh, no we shall have a look at it. There you go. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you, thank Tim. You. Two minutes 15. Two minutes 15 is not bad, not bad. Okay, yeah, I had heard about it. I heard good things, but I didn't yeah. know anything about it I've at all. I've seen um, the first episode. I've seen the first so episode. So the... Say it was Netflix. Yeah. Oh, dear, I just cancelled my Netflix. Oh, dear. <laughs> so, does he look younger, the plus version? Or... No, no, it's no, a, okay. it's exact... No, no not... camera jiggery pokery. So, okay. It's the same because he's been cloned. He'd come to, to the health spa not to get physically younger, but to yeah. cure yeah. his well, mental no, issues. He's, he, one of his, his people he works with or has already been and has come back and everything is working for him and he's wonderful uh, and, and brilliant. So It's not really him. It's, it's not really him. No. Right, chaps, I yes. really have to get to that budget uh, meeting. Okay, okay. God. So okay. can you ping me back? Hang on, hang on. Let me try this. And then, as if by magic, Karen disappeared again. Well, that seemed to do the trick. Yep. Okay. Better lead out. All right, then. Short, sweet, and I'm still losing. Losing? Yeah. I see a measuring contest. Oh, right. (laughs) Yeah, you need to think think about Amy Pond or something like that. (laughs) Think dirty thoughts. (laughs) Maybe with Tarka. (laughs) Anyway. Mm. Moving on, yes. (laughs) Anyway, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Thank God. (laughs) But never fear, in the next one there'll be more of the same. (laughs) More fun frivolity and jollity, more news and reviews, more who all the new. So until that... F for Fenric. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Fantabulous. Fabulous. Frolicking. Phantasm. That's P. I know, but it's, it's an F sound. <laughs> well, yeah. Flippant. Flippity jibbity. <laughs> Frolics. Frumply. Comes flapping towards us. <laughs> Flopping. Flopping. Hmm. This is me, Crumbly, saying, Bissing you. Goodbye. Bye <laughs> You have been listening to Staggering Stories Podcast, Series 1, Number 329, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, and Keith Dunn. The views expressed here are those of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this is an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net.
and that everybody's favourite granddad, Dan, the last starfighter, oh, really? And I'll say it again, oh, herily, oh, sorry, him, this is going in the outtakes. <laughs> Oh-hear-hilly. Oh, Oh-hear-hilly. Yeah, well, that's near enough. Yeah, yeah near as damn it. <laughs> so I can do a, a sort of a, a semi-addendum. Mm-hmm. I've got a semi. I've toned up. Oh, okay. <laughs> cheeks are elastic. <laughs> Don't do that thing with your tongue again. <laughs> Not in public. <laughs> <laughs> they can't hear it on the microphone. No, no, I, can, I can try licking the end of the microphone. To... No, it isn't. <laughs> Did you crash? No, I didn't. <laughs> Fortunately not. Have you watched any of his dark what's it? Yes. Or the evil monkey show? That bloody evil monkey show. Well, <laughs> why, why don't we do the evil monkey show first? Evil um, monkey show? Yeah, mm-hmm. evil monkey show first. And evil, then we can do... evil monkey. Okay, <laughs> really? I don't think there'll be a lot of waffling over it, because it's us, we don't waffle. <laughs> it's the girls who waffle. Jeez, <laughs> <Jesus> monologues. <laughs> yeah. Might as well all go home, Jean said everything. <laughs> It's a horn you mean into spanking the monkey. (laughs) (laughs) She does that a lot. Uh, All the demons are talking, Mm. except for the monkey. The monkey doesn't talk. When that young guy chucked himself down the lift shaft, you just Mm. saw his demons all... Yeah. You just saw the monkey try pouring at the sparks. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, the dust. As I said, hurting the demon does cause you pain. Mm, yes. But they do have seem to have an independent existence of their own. Yeah. Personality, thoughts. Mm. Mm. So you, they're connected, but they're separate. Evil, evil monkey. Can you say hello? Hello. Welcome to... Welcome to... Staggering Stories. Stories. Number? Number? Three? Three? Two? Two? Nine! Nine! Thank you. <laughs>